something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Best Bits. I'm excited to be here with you this weekend. It's Morgan, and I am joined by one of my friends of the show. It's Amy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing this weekend? I'm good. I'm it's excited to, to have you on because I got a lot of questions for you. Okay. Especially even in like the dating world. So this is going to get fun. Okay. <laughs> We're going to kick things off, though. At number seven, we talked Super Bowl stats and facts and fun things before the big game happens tomorrow, which was super interesting just to hear like how much players get paid, how much performers get paid, how much the trophy is worth. There's a lot of like crazy facts that I didn't know about the Super Bowl because I just watch for the halftime show and or commercials usually. And the, and the food. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. The food. So I want to know your stupidest accomplishment to date. And I'll let you think about it for a second because this happened to me recently. Okay. Well, why don't you go first? I can see where <laughs> okay. you're going. So I have officially passed level 4,000 in Candy Crush, the game that's on your phone. And I didn't realize I had like made it that far or even spent this much time on the app until I it like gave me this notification of congratulations that I passed level 4,000. I was like, well, this is a very happy and sad accomplishment all at the same time. Pretty stupid, but I was also proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I just did a 21-day like manifestation challenge, but it's, okay. not as, it's not as woo-woo as it sounds, trust me. But I did 21 days in a row because you could, you know, skip a day, but is, the 21 days can be done in your own time. But I actually did 21 days, 21 days in a row. And for my personality, that's a big accomplishment yeah. because I normally get distracted by something and I want to do it and I'm committed, but... I'm like, okay, I'll put that off and do it later. But I was committed and I stayed the course and I did it. And it was really cool because I think more benefits came from doing it 21 days in a row. Well, yeah, I was going to say picking up any new like hobby or habit and doing it consistently is really difficult. Yeah. So for some people, they're like, okay, duh, it's a 21 day challenge. Yeah, you, you did it 21 days in a row. But for me to do it actually 21 in a row and not skip a day or forget a day or mm -hmm. just give up actually giving up. Yeah. Um, and so it's something I did with my sister. And I think because... We were accountability partners. It worked. 
Yeah, I think having an accountability partner for a lot of things when you're trying something for the first time helps significantly. Do you know Gabby Bernstein? I've heard about her, yes. Okay, that's where it came from. Uh, it's something she put on. And I really like her. I follow her on Instagram. So, but again, some people might be like, okay, that sounds a little crazy, but I'm into it. I like to do vision boards and I incorporate it into my prayer life and just having like a visual of it's neuroscience, having a visual of your goals, your dreams, what you want, but then also making sure you're taking the steps to get there Yeah, um, is very important. But there is something about how it puts it into your brain and you start taking the steps to get there with more ease. Yeah, and I don't think anything's, uh, you know, woo-woo or crazy if it makes you feel good. You yeah, know, like, especially if there's you're happy, well, who cares? to back it up. Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's out there. It's just, you know, everybody loves to fit their own narrative. So, right. of course, if, if some people think it's woo, then they don't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's the cool thing about freedom and your own choices. <laughs> That's right. So that, okay, fun. We have great accomplishments. Yours is much more productive than mine was. Well, I mean, I also <laughs> was going to say like, oh, I actually put gas in my car before it got to empty. Oh, that's an accomplishment. Because mm-hmm. this is a thing that you've done before where you're like, oh, I've been really close and you've almost ran out of gas. I love riding on E. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll get it later. I'll get it later. I'll get it later. But the, in part of that, in personal growth and trying to make sure I take care of myself, it's current self trying to take care of future me. So if I go ahead and just get the gas now... Then later when I'm empty and in a rush, I won't cause this panic in myself because Mm -hmm. I'll have gas. It is definitely a more helpful thing for future you. Growing up (laughs) is hard. I'm, I'm turning 42 soon and I am, you know making some big changes. Hey, this is a good one. This yeah. is a small change that can help in a big way. Exactly. Small changes are good. I will say there's another good one that I have. You made me think of one that I've been doing and I had saw because I follow this neuroscientist on Instagram. I love her. Everything she posts because it's straight up science, but it connects mentally of different parts of learning about the brain that we don't understand. And she had posted something about how being on social media or on screens first thing when you wake up, what it does to your body and how it doesn't allow for certain things to activate for you to have a good day. Basically, if you're on it right away, you're going to end up more stressed throughout the day. And so for three days so far in a row, I've woke up and for at least 30 to 45 minutes, I have not touched my phone. I like hit my alarm off. I leave it there and I just go get ready. I go get started for the day and then I come back to it. And I have to say so far, I haven't had a stressful days. Good for you. So you I did remind me of one. applies for grabbing for your phone to check email right when you wake yep. up. Any type of grabbing the phone. Mm-hmm. Basically, don't grab the phone when you w- wake up first thing in the morning is the purpose. Yeah, which I so. mean, you work in digital. You're what, like it's your job to mm-hmm. be on there. So that's a big deal for you to do that. Yes. Good and job. I, you know, I don't have to be on there when I first thing wake up. So it's just I had been out of like subconscious. Like I was just doing that habit. because I needed to kind yep. of thing. But I really actually didn't need to. So I'm trying to break this habit. And so far I'm three days in and I've done it solid every day. Well, call me after you've done it 21. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Well, hey, no, that's fair. If I can make it 21, I'll be very proud of myself because <laughs> the, the weekend is going to be hard. Work days are easy. Weekends are hard because you're just kind of waking up loud, like hanging in the bed maybe for a little bit. That's when it's hard. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it continues. Coming in at the number six spot this week, we heard about Lunchbox eating in the bathroom. And this is a whole segment on its own that we're not going to talk about. Because Okay, good. Because I was grossed out the first time. Yes. No, I don't need to hear any more about this. But I will say, I want to talk about like the strangest thing I've seen while driving recently. I need to tell you about this. You like cows, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I was passing a car just on a normal side street. We're, we're in the city. And this car, not not a trailer, not a tractor, nothing. This car, standard, like kind of SUV type crossover car. 
drives by me, and there is a cow sitting full on in the middle of the car. Its butt is in the backseat, and its head is out the sunroof. And I have never seen anything like it in my life. Oh, my gosh. I had to do a double take because at first I was like, that's just a really large dog. And then I turned around. I was like, no, that's full on a cow in this person's car. I guess they really had to get the cow somewhere. Yeah. Like, and where were you going with it? Just in a car? We're in the city. The vet? I don't know. But like, if you if you have cows, wouldn't you typically have like something to put the cow in? You would think, but maybe it's just the one cow. They're yeah. like, ah, I don't feel like hooking up the trailer. <laughs> like I also thought about in the back, <laughs> like that, that car can't be nice inside with a, a cow. Like dogs are hard on cars, right? You, you try to protect your seats as much as possible, but a cow back there. Yeah. I can't even imagine. No, that's definitely an interesting thing to see on the road. Uh huh. I've never seen a weird animal, but I did once years ago, see a 18 wheeler, like a truck driver reading a book. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. While driving. So and he was, was driving like a big semi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also terrifying. Definitely. Mm. So I was like, okay, I have no idea what's happening here. Or maybe I just caught him at a moment where he had the book up and it maybe had some directions in it or yeah. where he was supposed to go. I have no idea. Were audiobooks we, not a thing then? I don't know. This happened? It was a few. We talked about it on the Bobby Bone Show because yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then we took calls from people of things they'd seen. And it's like people shaving, people <laughs> filing their nails, people painting their nails, putting on mascara all while driving. I don't know how people do like anything else while driving. I get I get so distracted, even if like I'm looking at a GPS that still distracts me enough from the road. I don't know how how people do full on activities. Yeah, I don't either. But sometimes, hey, if you haven't set yourself up for success and then you're in a hurry and you're panicked <laughs> and you're trying to do things in the car, multitasking, which ultimately you're not safe. Well, I do think reading a book while driving a semi might be one of the or worst any car, things to do. Any car, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or anything. But yeah, that was that was an interesting experience for me. I even tried to get it on video, but they were driving away. And so I was like, well, that's not exactly what I planned on. But I nobody's going to believe me that I just saw a cow in a car. I know. I feel like that could have gone viral. <laughs> I know. And I didn't get it. I was I was not reactive quick enough. It was just shocking in my brain. I also want to talk about your jam right now. We mentioned this on the show. I want to talk about your jam for your song that you love right now and a TV show that you love right now. So what you got? Well, the one I mentioned on the show is going to be my same answer here. But it I fell in love with it when she performed it on the show. So it's L. King's song, Worth a Shot. Dirk Bentley is on it with her, but they both came in. Mm-hmm. And when she played it live, I was like, I am obsessed with this song. <laughs> and then now we're hearing it more and more on the radio. And when it comes on, I'm like, this is my jam. She is so vocally talented. I love her voice. Mm-hmm. I know like she's different for country music and she kind of came from like the rock alternative world. But I love her voice. It's just so different and unique. Baby, it's worth a shot. Uh, yeah, I yes. just, it's so good. So. Even her song with uh, Miranda, have the drunk and I don't want to go home. I love every time so it comes good. on. Uh-huh. So I do love her stuff. I like that one. What yeah. about TV show? I finished Grey's Anatomy, which I think last time I was on here, we talked about <laughs> that eight weeks ago or so. And I had been working my way through it for months because I wanted to do season one to season 18. And I finally finished. And then on Netflix, I guess because I was watching a hospital show, it said recommendations and it popped up New Amsterdam. Oh, yes. I remember when this started airing on ABC, like when it first came out, but I never watched Which it. Which when? Because I haven't Googled the year. Oh, gosh. Uh, In the last few years, okay. I want to say. I need to look up how old it is. So anyway, I gave it a I gave it a shot. I was like, well, this looks worth a shot. And I... I see what you did there. I, yeah, thank <laughs> you. And I am a few episodes in and I'm I'm enjoying it. Like... 
it's I, I something about it's like Grey's Anatomy with the hospital stuff, but less blood Ooh, and more like feel good because the doctor that's in there, he's really there trying to make a difference and make a change and impact everything and try to help as many people as possible. And one of the one of the questions that he encourages people to ask and what he does to a lot of the people at the hospital, he says, how can I help? Like, OK, this is the situation. How can I help? What can I do? And I thought, oh, that's such a a, a good question to have at work or with family and friends or around the house of, you know, just simply asking that question mm-hmm. and pausing and waiting to see what the response is, because it just it allows people to feel safe knowing, oh, this person is interested. They care. They maybe want to help me come up with a solution. And if they don't want your help, they'll tell you. Yeah. And it's sort of, I think even in friendships, that's a good one. Cause have you ever come across the saying of unsolicited advice as judgment. Yes. I have recently too. In recent weeks, I've heard about that. And it just made me think too about how I, if I have something to say or help, because sometimes we can think we're helping by just doing something that nobody's asked us to do or saying something or giving advice that nobody has asked for. And, but we're coming from a good place Mm because I've done it and I, you mean well, but then if the other person didn't ask for it, then that's you jumping in, assuming that they can't figure it out for themselves or you feel like they're doing it wrong and they need to do it this way, which again, it's just, it's a form of judgment. So mm-hmm. I, that question from the show has stuck with me and I just like it. It feels, it feels good. Yeah. It's feel good show. Well, I don't know how long I'll keep watching it or how <laughs> many episodes there are, but it's a new one that I've started and I'm into. So I looked up, it came out in 2018 and it's got five seasons and 89 episodes. Cool. So wow. you, got, you got a long ways to go if you want to watch the whole yeah. thing. You can just keep this one in my <laughs> back pocket, but I'm liking it so far. And I was wrong. It was on NBC. I just remember the the commercial promos for it when it first came out. I think that's when I still had cable TV. I know. I haven't had cable in so long. Like even in 2018, no. I didn't. So I don't remember. I mean, the last time I have that experience is years and years and years ago. Because mm-hmm. we got on the Hulu train pretty early. Which, speaking of the Super Bowl, I remember one of the first times, because it's coming up this weekend, one of the first times I ever saw a Hulu commercial was a Super Bowl commercial. Mm. And I remember go- trying to figure it out, being <laughs> so confused. Like, what is this? Who's the guy? Um, I feel like the guy that was in it, maybe there was like an alien. I don't know. And then the guy that, sadly, he just, he's the one that shot the person on the movie set. Oh, Baldwin. Baldwin. Alec I think Baldwin? Alec Baldwin was in the commercial. I don't know. This isn't even really that important, but it just no, made it, me think of how it was a Super Bowl commercial that had such an impact that I started researching it. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, God, this is so weird. Will this ever even be a thing? And now it's huge. Hulu is, you know, yep. such a thing. Well, and crazy to think that when we were first using it, we were like, oh gosh, this is so foreign. How are we going to figure out how to use these things? And now like we could go on easy peasy and put something on. Mm-hmm which is what I heard out of you. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's a lot of things where we're like, how are we going to do this? And now like five years, we're like, oh, I can never live without it. Yeah. What about your jam and your TV show? So there's a song right now from Randall King called You and a Honky Tonk. And it gives me like straight up George Strait, Garth Brooks, 90s. So good, like just good old fashioned country vibes. And I've heard it. Uh, play on the radio a few times and then I was like what is this it kept getting stuck in my head and I was like this song is so catchy it's so good and now I just keep listening to it on repeat because it's that good I finally found it I was like I shazammed it this is the first time I've like shazammed a song in a hot minute and I shazammed the song from the radio oh good yeah Yeah. it's a really good one out to dinner with someone the other night well a group of people and they shazammed a song (laughs) 
I always forget that I have that tool. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I have something to be able to find the song. <laughs> yeah, I had not witnessed someone doing that. And it ended up being Bailey Zimmerman. And I was like, I knew it because we've had Bailey on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you could have just asked. I could have been your Shazam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool. I do. It's, I do still love Shazam. It's still on my phone. Mm-hmm. I still have it just in case of those few moments. But yeah, so that song is amazing, really good. And it's funny, too, because not a lot of my like songs right now are love songs, but this song is a love song. And it's kind of a weird like change of pace for me than it's normally on in my car right now. Uh, but the TV show is National Treasure. The National Treasure TV show on Disney Plus is really good. It's like, so have you seen the National Tre- Treasure t- or movies with Nicolas Cage? Yes. So this show is spawned off of those. He's not involved, but it's like kids of treasure hunters and it's so good. Like at first I watched it, I was like, oh, this is, you know, this could be interesting because I did like the movies, didn't love them or anything, but I thought they were cool. And I started watching this show and now like every week when it's come out, because they only dropped one episode a week, I was like, I'm ready to watch the show. Can you please put out the next episode? And they just wrapped. It was like the finale episode of this, but they set it up. So there's potentially more episodes coming. So I do hope it gets renewed, but it was really good. It's oh. something you can watch with kids. Yeah. Good recommendation. Yes. I might honestly check it out with my kids. Yeah. I think they would like it. It does start off a little bit. I'm like, what's happening? And then I just get into it because there's like, there is like shooting and stuff that happens. Like it's a full on treasure hunt. But it's still kid-friendly. It's on Disney. So I think they'd be okay. Especially that uh, Stashira has seen like tons of scary movies. Oh, yeah. I don't know that she'd be into it, but Stevenson would. I mean, and he does Roblox. They're shooting and stuff. Oh, yeah. Then he's good. This is great for kids. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had Ernest on the show this week, and he's always a super fun interview. And it's funny, in the industry, some of my friends know him, and they call him Earn. So every time I type his name, I want to be like, Earn, but that's not his actual name. It's like full-blown Ernest. Nobody's going to know who Earn is. But he's just a really good guy, and he's really well-liked in Nashville. And fun to hear him come on and talk about his insane like songwriting stories from Jelly Roll to Kane Brown to of course Morgan Wallen it's just like he's a stupid talented songwriter I love his interviews do you like him very talented yeah it was impressive to see him uh when Bobby had him go through which is that gonna play yeah so you'll hear but Bobby had him just start coming up with a song on the spot. Yeah, and it he was did so easily. Crazy to see how he just flowed through it. Like, mm-hmm. No problem. That I'm always jealous when people have that like crazy creative gene where it's just like automatically they can just like pop something out. You give them like a word and they take a mile with it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did in this segment. So yeah, that was a super cool moment. And that will play on the best bits, just the bits. I want to... I want your opinion on something that happened to me. So I was running to an engagement party and I had not planned ahead and I needed a gift. So I had gone in like this little shopping center in Nashville to grab something from a a store here. And I also didn't have like a gift bag or anything with me because I didn't know what I was going to buy. I didn't know how big it needed to be. And so there was a gift store that I stopped that has like bags and tissue paper and all kinds of things. It's called like paper mint or something. Paper source? Yes, paper source. And so I stopped in there and I grabbed a bag and stuff, but I obviously bought a card and I didn't have a pin in my car. I was I was very ill planned for all of this. this is I take full responsibility for. I just was not planning anything and I needed a pin. And I asked the lady, there was a pin sitting up there. I was like, can I borrow one of these pins? And she was really nice about it and said yes. But as I was riding with the pin, I realized it had a sticker on it that you'd like buy the pin. <laughs> I thought this is like a pin that you use to sign things with. You just borrow it. Yeah. And so I, you know, I gave it back and she, she seemed a little uncomfortable about it, but like reluctantly allowed me to do it because it'd be awkward being like, no, you can't use the pin. But should I have bought that pin after using it? No, I don't think you did anything (laughs) wrong. Like you were just innocently trying to find a pin and you thought you had found one that you could use. It's not like you knew it was for sale. And also... I don't think you ran it out of ink with that one card. Yeah. So you're good. I know. It was just like, it was a paper store. And I was like, dang, did I, like, maybe I should have been a good person and <laughs> bought that after I realized it was No, because a- honestly, too, their pins are probably expensive. They are. I, it was like $4, Amy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, I probably should have bought that instead of just, but she was like, I could feel reluctancy in her, but she was still trying to be nice about the situation. She could tell I was kind of flustered. Yeah, I'm sure you're good. Hopefully, she probably hasn't thought about it since then. So you're fine. Okay, good. I wanted, I wanted your opinion you'd make me feel better yeah. if I needed to go back and buy no. it or just you know move on with my life 
you can move on. Okay. I think. Okay, good. I feel I feel good about that. I I do want to find out. Speaking of gifts, too, have you ever been gifted something that you likely wouldn't have bought for yourself, but now you're obsessed with it? Well, one of our listeners bought me one of those really cool toasters that Bobby had, and I would never have bought that for myself. And I am obsessed with it. I love toast. I eat toast every single day. Really? I did not know this. Is this oh. like a breakfast thing or a lunch thing? Mostly breakfast, but any time of day. Okay. If I So sometimes I don't have time in the morning, so I'll come home from work and make toast, and my toast varies. Sometimes it's just toast with ghee, because that's spreadable butter. To yes. me, have you ever, it's in a jar, and t- to me it's the best kind of butter to buy because it spreads evenly across the bread. And isn't it healthier, buttier, butter than know. regular? It's a, I don't, I have no idea. It's okay. like clarified butter, but I also could be wrong about that. Whatever. It's good. And <laughs> I can do toast, ghee, sea salt. That's it. Oh, and I love mm-hmm. that with my coffee because my coffee is a little bit sweeter and it's like a salty sweet situation. Uh, I can take that same concoction and add a little jelly on top. Still sea salt. Oh, I love butter with jelly. Mm-hmm. I have been into walnut butter lately. Uh, I have not is, had walnut butter. What does that taste what's like? What's annoying because it's expensive and <laughs> okay. it drives me crazy, but nuts are expensive. Yeah, nuts are expensive. Especially walnuts, I guess. But walnuts are really good for your brain. And when you get older, you care about these things. I also love peanut butter, so I use peanut butter as well. But we try to keep walnut butter on hand in case I'm like, oh, I don't know. I feel like my brain needs something right now. Yeah, just and a little I recharge. Walnut butter on my bread. My son also likes it too. And I try to make sure my kids get some things like blueberries and avocados and walnut butter, all good brain foods. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do sometimes a little walnut butter. And uh, then I take blueberries and I smush them. This is literally what I had this morning. <laughs> no lie. I got up. It's the first thing I wanted when I woke up. When I woke up, yes. And so I went to the kitchen, toast, a little bit of ghee, a little bit of walnut butter, sea salt. I go to the fridge. I pull out, I don't know, a handful of blueberries, like six, and I just smush them down in there and create like my own homemade jam. (laughs) And then I tear it apart. And I normally get about a blueberry in every bite. And it's so good. Don't knock it till you try it. Please. I love that you found this for you. You, I saw so much joy coming off of your face when thinking about this one snack. Yeah, I have so many variations of toast. Yesterday, I had toast with uh, a little bit of uh, mayonnaise, mm. which some people hate. I get it. No, I love mayonnaise. And then I smushed up some avocado on it. And then I sprinkled some sea salt. And I ate that. Ooh, do you ever put pink Himalayan salt on your avocado toast? That's what, that's what I put on it. Okay, yeah. so like the sea salt is like a pink Himalayan salt? It is the pink stuff, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's no, so good. It's literally, I probably need to cut back. Like, I don't know how much <laughs> salt you're supposed to have in a day, but uh, another toast concoction that I love is toast with the ghee with the jelly, like a jam. And then uh, I love this cheddar goat cheese. It comes, because a lot of goat cheese is soft. Yeah. But the cheddar goat cheese that I get is like a hard block and you slice thin layers of the cheddar goat cheese and you lay it across the the jelly toast. It is divine. I mean, it sounds amazing. It's so good. So anyway, back to your original question. No, I love all the toast concoctions. My fancy toaster that because Bobby posted about his, then he came on the air, was talking about it. And I was like, wow, I love toast. And my, my toaster I had was probably 15 bucks, but this is a fancy toaster that looks like the future. It looks like a space machine that makes toast and 
a sweet listener sent it up to the studio and gifted it to me. And oh, I love it. <laughs> Haven't eaten the same since. I could probably do a whole cookbook on toast recipes, but they might just be toast concoctions that I like and everybody else would think this is not good. No, honestly, all of this has sounded really good. And there's don't get me wrong. There's nothing like. If you haven't been feeling well and having a slice of toast with butter and some Sprite, that will like settle anybody's stomach after like a day of not feeling well. I don't know if you've ever had that. Yeah, that's probably why I wanted the toast right away this morning because I threw up the night before last. Mm, Food poisoning. Yep. Butter, like something with butter on bread just settles your stomach. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe it's something just settling, but you've added more concoctions. So that's obviously different. But I, I also recorded a podcast recently. It hasn't aired yet, but it's my friend Laura Lee. And she went through a divorce a few years ago and then went on this journey to heal her heartache. And she's also a holistic chef. And so she sort of combined her love of food and then her, her love of the healing journey she was on. Because when she got to the other side, she was like, wow, that was beautiful. And I now have hope for myself and others and I actually would like to guide people through this. And she said one of the one of the greatest things we can eat if we are grieving or have heartache cuz a lot of times you don't feel hungry, but it's important to fuel your body. Yeah. Um is sometimes just getting a really good, you know, homemade bread from somewhere like a local bakery, like a good sourdough and some good butter and sea salt and eating that. And there's something about the bread, the butter, the salt that's very therapeutic for mm-hmm. your body. If you're, I mean, for someone that doesn't like any of that stuff, that might not be the answer, but she said, it's just a, it's an easy digestible type thing. And it gives you the, at least a little mm-hmm. nourishment you need when you're in a time, a season of maybe not feeling that hungry because of the heartache. Gosh, that makes so much sense. And it also, uh, some of it's coming, I can tell from childhood, cause that was like giving me bread and like toasted bread and butter was something my parents always gave me when I wasn't feeling good. Right. And so it was like something that as I've gotten older, it's just like, if I'm not feeling well, if something doesn't sit right, I'm like, I crave bread and butter and like toasted bread, not just like any bread, like toasted bread with some butter on it. And it just something about it Mm -hmm. like cures my soul. And wow, did you just like put the two pieces together and I never even realized it. There you go. Dang, so good. I Yeah, I do. I would love some toast recipes. I do enjoy toast. This is okay. great. Well, that'll be my Have you ever had cookbook. toast butter with a uh, cinnamon sugar mix on it? Yes. That's like the best kind. Yeah. It's very unhealthy, but it's the best kind ever. Yeah, but sometimes what's unhealthy is actually healthy. I know. For the soul, like it's for the- so good. You know, and you shouldn't stress about it. I know. then the anxiety you have around the food of like, oh, is this good for me? Is it not? Then those chemicals that are released in your body mm. about the food ends up causing you harm as well. So. I know. I'm just not allowed to eat sugar anymore. My body really rejects it. And so when I say unhealthy, I mean for, for my body, my body does not want it. True. Yes. <laughs> Certain people have so different good. things going on. I get you. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was another comfort food. Like if, if we were not feeling well, it was toasted bread and butter. If we were feeling well, it was toasted bread, butter, and cinnamon sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two differences. Mine is actually my Stanley Cup. We got these from St. Jude for the oh, Radiothon. The mm-hmm. Yes. And ever since we got them for Christmas, shout out St. Jude for sending them. It has never like, I've had it with me every single day. And maybe I just never found a cup that I really loved. And this is just the one that I found. Oh, yeah. People love them. It's so cool. I'm not there yet. And I, too, I got one from St. Jude and thought it was awesome. And my daughter really wanted one. So I gave it to her. And I mean, it's a thing. It's a trend. Like they're everywhere. 
I saw someone even posting on Instagram that yesterday they restocked colors and hurry, they're going to sell out fast. And I'm like, how many does one person need? Like, I think you probably just need one unless yeah. you, you know, go through it a lot. But yeah, I, that's where I remember how I, I t not accidentally, I did take lunch boxes <laughs> home. I didn't think, I thought it was an extra bag. I did not know it was his. There was no was name fair. on it. Yes. And I thought, oh, my daughter is loving these. And a lot of times stuff is sent up here and then it just sits up here. Yeah. And we were leaving for Christmas break and I thought, well, I don't want this to just sit up here and then get taken by who knows who. Yeah, at least your daughter so can use it. I took it and then Lunchbox made a whole thing about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. And so I repackaged it. I wrapped it up because he said he wanted to give it to his wife. So I rewrapped it all Christmas style and handed it to him so that way he could gift it to his wife, which originally <laughs> was a gift from St. Jude. But still, I don't get it. I'm not into the hype, but you're not alone in your obsession. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to carry around that big. And then it, I put it in my cup holder and it always takes up the little cup holder sleeve that's in my car. It pulls that out. Oh, too that's frustrating. Every single time. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't I didn't think I would get obsessed with them because I'm not a big like uh, cup person. Normally, I would just bring my waters in and like a shaker workout bottle like I was so not uh like I'm not hard to get water in the system kind of person I'm like just bring something that isn't a plastic water bottle I never like had obsessions with I'm not one of those persons that if you go to my house I have 80 million different versions like, of like a water bottle yeti and yes Stanley like and, yeah. I have some from people have gifted but I've never purchased them and so when this one came through it's the first time that I've actually been obsessed with a water bottle and now I can understand why people have water bottle obsessions at least now mm -hmm. I can understand hype yeah so there's there's that one for me I do want to talk about Valentine's Day but we're gonna do like a this or that Valentine's edition okay so coming in after that Ernest interview uh Mike D shared the animated characters that people most look like and uh, on the show and it was really funny and you guys loved the videos that we posted at bobbybones.com there's comparison photos of everyone next to the one that Mike D said they looked like. He said you look like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I think he was just, you know, <laughs> throwing something in there on Complimenting that one. Complimenting you. Nice. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I'll take it though. I uh, one of the listeners commented, "Have you ever seen uh, the Lizzie McGuire TV show?" Yeah. And she said that I looked like the Lizzie McGuire cartoon that's in it. Oh, the yeah. little girl. And I was like, I'll take that. that all day long. Yeah. That, that's my energy. So, but yes, animated characters, you can go see those photos, videos. I'm all going that. up because I hadn't seen the video yeah, yet. Yeah, they're great. So the the little comparison photos. Mm -hmm. But in, in the lieu of comparison, we're going to do this or that Valentine's edition because Valentine's is next Tuesday and y'all have better made your plans single or not. You better have something to do for the love holiday. All right, Amy, date night out or date night in? Hmm, that's hard. It kind of just, you mean on Valentine's Day? Just, it, we're just talking like, you know, this is Valentine's edition, but of all time, like, are you going to rather choose a date night out or a date night in? Okay, in. In? Okay, what are you doing on a date night in? Dinner, movie, um, or watching something. I guess it doesn't have to be a movie. We could be doing episodes of something that we really enjoy. But yeah, dessert, maybe wine. I don't, just simple. Yeah. Like, Cozy. Okay, you I do love to, a cozy don't date. Don't have to do a... Some people do dressed up date nights in. That's not my vibe. If I'm getting dressed up, I want to go out. Yes. And if I'm in, I'm in and I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> yes. And that's how I feel. I But I do... I really love a date night in. Something about getting so dressed up to just go on a date with like your person. I love that vibe where you go like to a really fancy place. You don't know... Like 
I don't know for me, I don't know if this is true for you, but like I never go to a restaurant like that's super fancy. I love casual restaurants and just having fun with friends. So when I get have to like be all dressed up in like actual legitimate dress, heels, the whole thing, I love those kind of date nights. Yeah, they don't happen fun. very often. Yeah. So I, I think I would choose date out, but I love a cozy date night in too. Mm-hmm. Chocolates or flowers? Chocolates. Same. Yes. Then there's no debate there. This <laughs> is what it is. Cooking or ordering takeout? Mm, takeout. Ooh, solid choice. I think I'm doing. I think. Well, I'm who's cooking? Because I, I don't. I don't want to do it. I know, but I. One Valentine's Day with one of my exes, we did a, a fondue thing, and I loved that. We made fondue at the house. Yeah, that's fun. And that one was fun. I mean, maybe you do some cute thing where you like cook together, but it doesn't know. typically happen. I don't feel like. <laughs> Takeout's awesome. Yep. It's so easy. I, it, and then there's no yep. dishes and all the things. But honestly, every s- scenario you're presenting, I like them all. I know. So. I know. That's why this is hard. It's a this or that. You got you to pick one. Love note or teddy bear? Love note. I think same. I used to love a teddy bear. When I was in like high school, my one of my boyfriends at the time got me a huge one of those like, you know, the one that you dream about getting the huge teddy bear? Uh-huh. I think it still sits in my parents' basement somewhere. I'm like, why have y'all not get, gotten rid of this thing? It just sits there creeping everybody out. <laughs> like, why do people give those? I can't remember what they're called. I have one, too. It's now in my son's room. Um, <laughs> Isn't that crazy how they're, like, there and you're just like, why? I is feel like involved? it was called something, the commercial, like the huge bear Valentine's Day. Like, I'm just looking it up. Um, I'm Googling, too. Giant, giant teddy. Giant teddy. Dot com. But I feel like it was... <laughs> Maybe something different than that, but anyway, there might, is, there might have been another one. It is fun to receive the the huge ones because you're like, what the? It is. Listen, if you're if you're listening to this and you're an, you're a boy in high school, then get it for your girlfriend because that's the time for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I think as you get older, you realize how impractical it is to have a massively large teddy bear. <laughs> I think it's Vermont Vermont teddy bear. That oh. was like the big like you would see the the name commercial. That okay, mm-hmm. that's funny. Yeah, it, it still creeps me out that we still have it. I'm like, guys, we really need to like that needs to go in the trash. The juju of that needs to go away. Kisses or hugs? Um, cu- <laughs> I know cuddles. Hey, cu- yeah, I think cuddles can go with hugs. Okay, and that vibe, cuddle. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I do. I lo- I love a like good forehead kiss. Like if somebody just grabs my face and they kiss me on the forehead, I'm like, oh, that was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Diamonds or pearls? Oh. Neither. I know. I'm not a, I'm not um, a big jewelry person. Gold hoops. <laughs> That's what I want. I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. I think if I'm choosing between diamonds and pearls, I'll go diamonds. Yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah. Because if I think about what I have in my ears right now, I don't have on any pearls, but mm-hmm. I have on two tiny, tiny diamond earrings that I bought myself. They're not like crazy expensive, but yeah. they are real. And it was something I was on a trip to New York with um, friends and we kind of all did it together it was my oh, third fun. hole piercing oh my gosh amy my so i got i have my ears double pierced and i just over time stopped wearing my double piercing and one of them goes in super easy and i put it in i was trying to put them in the other day and the other one i could not and i kept trying to re-pierce it i made my ear swell up so bad it was the worst thing i've ever decided to do well you have good earlobes oh, i'm not gonna lie i don't mine I, but, are hanging on by a thread in all fairness, though, you also always wear really cool jewelry. I really don't wear jewelry. Like, you can, like I don't have rings on. I don't have bracelets. I really don't wear jewelry all that often. Yeah, I need to do that surgery <laughs> where I 
rip my ear and sew it back together. I've been talking oh, about doing it yeah. for years. And there was a time where I thought I was going to get it done. And then we had to cancel. But again, fast forward a few years later, mm-hmm. still have not done it. And it is on my list. And now I'm looking at your earlobes and I'm jealous. So I should just go do it. Because my You ripped. should make you feel better. Do it. Well, my, they ripped in seventh grade. If I wear a stud in my two original piercings, they're so ripped that, especially the left one, that if the back is small and the stud is small, sometimes the whole earring will fall mm. all the way through with the back on it. So, oh, that's, you know, that's painful. It's not painful. It doesn't hurt. It you doesn't, just sometimes you, you look it? down in your lap and you have a whole earring with the back on. And you're like, how did that happen? Mm. This is really yeah, creepy. How sketchy. did that happen? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, awesome. It went all the way through my huge hole. Oh, yeah. Like if I spread it apart, it looks like a with a gauge or whatever. It's just another one of those lovely beauty standards that we grew up with of wearing earrings and they were always really heavy. Now they're not heavy. They don't make them quite as heavy now. But I feel like when I was in middle school, the earrings were so heavy. Even my mom, like if I got a pair of earrings and they were heavy, she's like, you're not wearing those. Like she had her earlobes did similar to what you're talking about. And she's like, I refuse to let you go through what I went through. So I I do think it used to be a thing that like the earrings that we used to wear were just so, so heavy that it was really hard for our ears. And like yeah. guys really don't wear earrings unless they wore like diamond studs or whatever. Yeah. They never wore like the full blown, like heavy earrings. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the ripping, like mine, the left one is from in the lunch line in junior high. Someone's sweater got caught on my, <gasps> and then it ripped. Okay. That had to be painful. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, it hurt. Yeah. The time, time. But I'm mean, just like, oh, but I didn't realize how yeah, it's going to affect me for the rest of my life. Right. Well, and like back when you're wearing jewelry, you're like, oh, it's so cool. I can wear jewelry. I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. And wear these big old hoops and get it caught <laughs> on some girl's sweater. Never planned on that. Okay. Uh, yes. I bet a lot of people can relate to that, though. I think it's a common thing and I've heard a lot about it. So I think that also might be why I'm so afraid of all jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like if I ever get engaged, Amy, me having to wear a ring every day is going to be a serious challenge for me. It's get like it. you're looking at me right now. I have nothing on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I just don't. You'll get used to it. Yeah, I probably, you know, yeah. pretty diamond. Uh, red or white wine? Red. Oh, you like red? Mm-hmm. I can't drink red wine because it has sulfur in it. Oh, they, really don't they bad. make a sulfur-free one? I, yeah, and I think you can put one of those little corksicles in it and it like gets all the sulfites out or whatever. They've made that because the sulfites are what causes the crazy headaches, headaches and hangovers. And I'm sure there is some now, but yeah, I just can't. Every time I every time I like try to venture, I'm like, yeah, can't do that. Yeah, white wine's good though too. I mean, if I have to choose something in that category, I love Prosecco. Oh, champagne. Which is a bubbly wine. Yeah. Yes. White. I do feel like red wine pairs better with most foods. Mm-hmm. When I'm drinking white wine at dinner with things, it never quite goes with everything. It's kind of like, why am I drinking this? I don't really know. My palate isn't sophisticated enough to recognize what's good with what. Yep. I oh. just am like, okay. Well, you're also talking to someone right now. I mean, that I love dessert wine. Like if there's a blueberry, oh, strawberry wine, like oh, wow. I'm all about that. T- Nashville has blackberry wine and it's my favorite. It's very sweet. Like it, it's juice, but it's so good. You're basically drinking communion. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's who I am when it comes to wine drinking. So I'm not one to go to, go to for the connoisseur side. Okay. <laughs> hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Lunchbox went out and confessed some things to strangers while he was in a bathroom. And this is something that he loves to go out and do. And that's his whole vibe. But they always make us all laugh. So he keeps bringing them in. But I want to talk about something with my dating life that I want your advice on. Okay. Okay. So I'm obviously going out on dates, exploring different things. I had been talking to a guy for a while, but that ended. And so now I'm back to like first dates and second dates. I think it's really interesting from a female perspective to talk about when a guy should start picking you up for a date. So I've recently had this dilemma because I've been dating a guy who's very gentleman, like one does very much all the gentleman gentleman things that you think a guy could do. And he offered on the first date, but wasn't like, if you feel safer, please drive and meet me there. That's totally fine. So the first date I didn't, but the second date I did allow me to pick him up, pick me up. You don't you allowed <laughs> him to pick you up. Yeah. Yes. So like, when do you, when do you think like is a mo- more comfortable time to be like allow for pickup on a date? 
Gosh, I guess it just depends on how well you know the person. I know, but like a second date, I don't feel like I know him that well, but I still like allowed it. But is it, it through a mutual friend? Like, is it a complete stranger? I mean, there's so many variables of, you know, if your BFF is hooking you up or, or setting you up with someone, then that's different than if you've met someone online. That's true. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's case by case. So if it's through a friend, then sure. By the second date, I would feel fine with that. If it's through the internet, then I don't know, maybe the fourth date. <laughs> like four or fifth, we're getting into later dates. <laughs> but I mean, maybe after the first date, you have like a good vibe. I mean, I don't know. Back in the day when I was dating, I went on a blind date and he picked me up. <laughs> like, <laughs> But it was a, through a setup, a blind date. Yeah. Through, and it was a legit blind date. This is before, I think the only social media that existed at the time was Facebook. Oh and yeah, that's really, full on blind dating. you only had it through your college. So I don't even know that we used it for stuff stalking per yeah se. I mean so well at the time you probably couldn't even like see other people that you're not friends with yeah we went to a George Strait concert mm. he picked me up that's and a great first date he well the the people that set us up it was uh actually it, my sister's in-laws and they had tickets to George Strait and it was someone they knew and they're like hey y'all should go we'll give you these tickets so he picked me up we went and he wanted to go see the opener and I did not I'm like no let's just go for George <laughs> And he's like, no, I'll pick you up. I would love to go. I love seeing the opener. And guess who the opener was? Who? Dirk Spentley. And it oh was 2004 or 2005 or so. And I didn't know who Dirk's was. I mean, he was new on the scene opening for George. And that's the first time I ever saw him play. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy's awesome. And then it was like shortly after that that everyone was obsessed with come a little closer baby I do feel like for most concerts I try I I tend to not go for an opener not even out of like it's just I don't like going that early to concerts but that taught me to go yeah I was gonna say but if it's a big artist like a George Strait Garth Brooks I would typically go for the opener because most of the time they got like some kind of inkling about somebody that they're bringing with them but also now that we're in this business and we see the talent that was before I got into radio. Yeah. So now we see the talent that comes into the studio when they're on the rise and you know that everybody starts out opening for somebody. Yep. And we see them like we know how talented they are. So they're good. It's just that maybe sometimes you don't enjoy it as much because you don't know the songs. Yes. But you're still going to see someone that's talented. Yes. But oh my gosh, what a good first date. Well, we didn't go out again. <laughs> Well, obviously he wasn't a good, good dude, but you he know. was, but it just wasn't a match for me. That's fair. I, I, I can get that. Yeah. Okay. But he, I, I think about that when I was thinking about like getting picked up, like truly like way before like cell phones were a thing and all that, like they were picking people up and there was like, no, you know, just like, I'm picking you up. That's just what happened. Right. There's no, no way to get a hold of anybody to rescue you unless you go to a payphone or use a pager. <laughs> Um, but now we also have to deal with people who are like totally wild and who have like tried to kidnap people from going on dating apps and going out on dates. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like they would try to people that are going to kidnap are going to find a way to kidnap. I like, know. Maybe just the Internet's made it a little bit easier. easier. But they're on dating apps. Like uh, we've seen the stories of like the Tinder guy. He held her captive for like four days or whatever. I'm like, that is my worst nightmare. Oh, but I'm not on Tinder. So that helps on some level. I think it's just that we have news of it more. Yeah. Bad things have been happening, unfortunately, to people all the time. And you think back to some of the Ted Bundy stuff. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know that he was taking people on dates, but he was wooing them. He's very attractive. This got dark real quick. But I'm just saying (laughs) we're I think sometimes we say, oh, 
these days, like th- these times, yeah. I wish it was back the way when I was a kid. But bad things were happening to people and mm-hmm. kids and women and men, like all the things way back. But it wasn't, we didn't have all the news of it happening. Mm-hmm. I do just, I just love looking at the perspective of like, this is what we experience now. And then I just imagine what it would have been like without having cell phones and without having the ability to contact people. And Well, we were crazy. talking about this with our daughter and her having a curfew. And, you know, she, she was out the other night and they were at Sonic. <laughs> and it was after a high school basketball game. Mm. But it was 11 p.m. I love that, by the way, that they're hanging out at Sonic. Yes. I love that. And it's a Sonic close by, but she was dry. She was in a car with someone else that was driving. And I was like, well, just stay in touch. And I kept thinking, wait, when I was her age, my curfew was for sure 11. I would have already had to have been home. And so we were talking through it and I was like, you know, okay, maybe what we're going to do is just case by case with her. And depending on where she is, what she's doing, will determine when she needs to go home. Like we had a curfew because our parents didn't know where the heck we were. Mm-hmm. And they had no way to track us. They had no way to call us. We could, there was nothing. So it was like, hey, I need you home at this time or else I'm going to be worried. And now I can, I know where she is. Like I can look at Life 360 and I know exactly, oh, she yeah. said she's at Sonic, let me check. And then, oh, boop, there she is mm-hmm. at Sonic. And I can stay in touch with her. So I think curfews even look different these days than they did back in the day, just as the dating and all the things changing. So that's just a parent tip if you have a a teenager getting into that curfew time frame is also too, I think it's cool to be able to give her some of that freedom and it helps her feel like she's in a little bit more control and we're not just trying to rule her whole life. Yeah. And, but yet we're still keeping tabs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's so crazy. It's just crazy to look at just the difference of things. And I love looking at it and understanding it from that perspective. So, okay, but we have a we have a consensus. I am all, I always every first date, I know this, you know, is different from the way it used to be, but every first date I make sure to drive myself. Every first date I go on, no or matter Uber. if yep. Well, so I don't I don't Uber because I don't allow myself to drink that much that I would need to Uber. Like okay. I'll have one drink. That's like my limit on first dates. Because I just don't think drinking more than that on a first date is a good idea. Smart. You don't know them very well. And like, unless I'm like out with friends and we're meeting in a different capacity, if it's a full blown like first date and we're getting drinks, I'm going, I'm getting one drink, I'm driving like, and I'll, cause I'll have the drink at the beginning. I'll sit for like an hour and a half without that drink and then I'll go home. And so that's kind of like my, allows me to have that limitation to make sure that I am safe, <laughs> protecting myself in different that's ways. Smart. Yeah. Yes. Um, but second date, I do allow it. So, but I like your idea too, where it's case by case basis and watching that. But I, this discussion has come up a lot with friends of just talking about when, when you should allow the pickup, when that starts happening, how do you handle it? Like, it's definitely a thing. And I just never realized how much, because in all fairness, I'm also newly getting used to like being courted on first dates. I call it courted because I don't really know what else to call it, but like I've dated some really bad guys and I wasn't like full blown courted the ways that I should have been. And so like when a guy wants to pick me up, he wants to bring me flowers or open the door. I'm just, Amy, I'm so awkward. I just giggle because I don't really know what to do because I'm like, I've never experienced this in this capacity before. Like I've experienced it, but not full blown. And I've gone on dates with different guys now who like are full blown 
courting because you know I'm dating. I'm looking for a high high value man now. Yeah, the, right. I'm, the standards are high. Now. Yes, yeah. the standards have definitely changed, and what I'm looking for and what I'm paying attention to. Well, yeah, work through that. Just yeah. accept it. Be like, okay, wow, you just did that for me, and it's fine. Not but that you yeah. need it, but no. it's cool. Yes, yeah, so it's just more of the expectation, right? Mm-hmm. That expectation should be there, kind of thing of showing just, that they're trying. Yes, like yeah. when, I'm not kidding you, Amy. We, I was walking with this guy. This is after, uh, on our second date, and he had picked me up. And we were walking to the restaurant after parking in a parking garage. And I was talking to him. He was on my left side. And all of a sudden, he's on my right side. And I was like, <laughs> to walk you from the road. Yes. Yeah. And I just start laughing because I'm like, what just happened? And I just, my dad has done it. Like, mm-hmm. I have such a good example of my parents. And I'm very thankful for that. Like, I, I know what love looks like in a lot of ways. But personally, for me experiencing it, I'm not used to it. So when it happened, I just, and, and whenever I get nervous or like kind of uncomfortable, I laugh. And so I just start giggling and I'm like, what, what is going on? And he's like, you, you can't walk there. And I was like, okay, that, yeah, I, I, it's the gentleman sidewalk rule. I've, I know about it, but like, I just still wasn't prepared for it. So I am having an adjustment period right now where I'm getting used to being courted. Yeah. And Good. I love it. It's a you great should. experience. Yes. Like I, I trust me when I, like when I say I laughed, I was like, oh, that feels amazing. But I don't know how to. And <laughs> processing. Yes, it was a thing. And he, uh, the same right also brought me flowers, and I was like, wow, okay, that's very thoughtful of you. Um, I'm just gonna set these down. Like I just. But he's not processing. too over the top because then that can be a red flag too. Nope, not too over the top. He brought me flowers because so I had found out, and and you know this, I talked to you about it. I had found out on the day that we were going on a date that my dog Remy was diagnosed with cataracts and I was really upset about it. Like it was a really hard thing to hear and just, you know, her life of what's happening. And I had told him that over text, like, Hey, I'm just a little out of sorts. I still want to go on the date. I'm, you know, I want to make time. And so when he showed up, he was like, I don't want you to be sad. So I hope these help in some capacity and like brought me flowers. It was very sweet. That is sweet. Okay. Yes. So it was very nice. I approve. Yeah. <laughs> so that the other things are just like he opens the door. He does the sidewalk rule. He had picked me up. So a lot of gentlemen things that I'm just not used to. I love it. I'm I, I'm full on board with it. I'm just not used to it. And my, you know, I'm processing a lot of things. Well, I mean, obviously he's okay with you processing too. Yeah. He might be like, okay, why does she keep laughing at me? <laughs> but I say, I'm, a, I'm at least like, hey, this is me. You're doing great. You're doing yeah. all the right things. This is all me. I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I ha- I'm learning how to be courted on dates and it's very fun. It's a very fun experience for Yay. me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for your advice on what to do with picking up because I think we all need it anybody who's out there dating if I'm wrong let me know but then we got number two and I want to do something fun here because this is a fun conversation we heard about Bobby hitting a girl in the face with his golf ball at the pebble ball pebble beach golf tournament that was a hard one and he talked about his experiences there who he met what that was all like out there in California super cool but I was recently reading our text message line. We haven't really been answering our text messages on the show anymore. We typically do voicemails now. And so, but people are still texting into this number that we have. And so I have some things that we've been texted, but they're taken out of context. And so I want us to make up the context for these text messages. Okay. (laughs) Um, First one is, what kind of nuts do you want us to bring? For what? Out of context, I want you to make up the story of what, what, why somebody might have been texting this. So, like, here's my theory with this text message 
is that somebody was texting like their grandpa or grandma and being like, hey, like, which one's your favorite? What do you want me to bring? Because are they baking cookies and what kind of nuts? Although nuts and cookies should be not allowed. But, I know. Um, but some people do that. Or yeah, if you're having a a, a nut spread. I See, I'm thinking it's like an elderly situation because I, I know like my grandpa and grandma love nuts, like all variations of nuts. It's nice to think of that peanut chopper guy that had the infomercial and he'd be chopping them up and he'd be like, you're going to love my nuts. Yeah. You're going to love my nuts. And he would say it. There's even like a remix on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, that's our context for okay. that one. Okay. Sorry, I took off quick. I just had to leave. What do we think happened in this scenario? I mean, so they're, yeah, they're literally not. I know they're just... meaning to text the show. No. Uh, okay. Well, they <laughs> they just found out their dog has cataracts and they're sad, so they need to leave. Right. I I think I think what happened is this this person got into a fight with their partner and they they ran away from the situation. They're just like I I just had to leave, but they had to text. I'm sorry because like you know. Yeah, it's either fight, flight, freeze. Uh huh. Flight. Okay. Yeah. That's what, okay. Uh. Ice was spilled in the girls' restroom upstairs. Go clean it up. Oh, dang. <laughs> a boss telling their assistant to get on it. Right? That has to be like some scenario of like a boss type employee mm. situation. Hey, you up? Oh, hey. Um, the guy Morgan just started dating. <laughs> <laughs> not mine. Not this one, at least. I have had those text messages before and they are not fun. Do not do not. Well, approve. I didn't see it as a midnight or oh, one no. a.m. Hey, you up? I saw it as a morning. Like, hey, are you up? Oh, oh no, Amy. This is the the con- this is spelled H E Y comma U the letter U and then U P. Okay. Question mark. This is a hundred percent what we call a booty call. Okay. <laughs> I heard that wrong. Got it. But I, I like yours. I like your thought process of thinking this was like a, a yeah, nice like thing. Yeah, like sweet. Like, hey, you up? Mm-hmm. It could. You know, in all fairness, my dad texts that sometimes in the morning when I'm, if he's like, hey, you good? You awake? Does he do it with just the you? <laughs> no, his, he does say, hey, you up, but he does spell out the entire word of you. Right. So yeah, when it, when, you, when you see just the you, little effort going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... I Obviously, I don't think whoever this person was got what they wanted because they were texting our show line. <laughs> um, okay. Italian multigrain with bacon, lettuce, tomato, olives, and pickles. Oh, someone was placing their <laughs> lunch order. Yes, from a sub shop. Yeah, Sounds probably. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Subway, uh-huh. maybe. That's a good one. Don't worry about it. But not don't worry about it. It's don't worry about it. Oh, about don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Mm. Someone had just let their friend down and they're like, don't worry about it. But really, they probably should worry about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's definitely one of those like no context context situations. Yeah. Yes. Solid. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Last one. No hockey. Dude is down. What? Dude? <laughs> dude is down. Some dude is down and there's no hockey. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike Fisher. <laughs> Texting somebody. This is Carrie Underwood. The Predators. Yep. I don't know. She's texting us. No hockey. Dude is down. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it might be some guys trying to do some pickup hockey, and some guy like hit the ice. Would be my guess. So game canceled. Yeah. yeah, I feel like most of these genuinely are guy text messages because of the way that they came through. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever noticed, like girls can send full on paragraphs and some guys can too, but most of the time it's girls sending like more full, details. Yes. Okay. Whereas guys is like, there's no context. It's just like quick to the point. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Most of these feel like dudes of varying levels. Are there any emojis? <laughs> no emojis. These are all the, and you know, this is what I call text messages out of context. There you go. I love it. <laughs>
Jackson coming in at the number one spot. Bobby co-hosted the Grammys and he shared some stories from it. And of course, we got to hear and see some interview clips from it. He interviewed Shania Twain. He talked to just a lot of people on the carpet and it was a really fun time to watch him. I know a lot of us did because we were all uh, live tweeting with each other on the show account, which was fun. But because of awards going on, we're going to make our own um, random award chosen winners right now for some things. You go with that? Yeah. Bobby (laughs) used to hand out awards uh, years ago and they were called Bonesies. Yeah, I do remember this. I don't Mm -hmm. think I had been with the show yet, but I had been with the stations that had done it. And I loved that. I loved that y'all did it. So, but these are, these are no um, people involved. These are things. Okay. (laughs) So who are you voting for? You can only choose one category one TV shows, movies, or books. Oh gosh, this is hard. I know. Um, it's like this or that, but harder because this is an award. Okay, fine. <laughs> TV shows. Ooh, solid. I think I'm going movies. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. it's a toss up. They're yeah. All it, good. They're, I know. Then they're all going to be this way. I hate to break it to you. Okay. Category two, dogs, cats, or reptiles? Cats. <laughs> Poor Cara. She's like, what? What happened? I, I love cats though. Which by the way, after hanging out with Maggie on, on Thanksgiving the year yeah. before last, I have been wanting to get a cat again so bad. She's the best. I love them so much. I am going dogs for category two because of because of Remy, but I do because Miss Maggie. I know. I mean, yeah. I love dogs too, but I, you made me pick one. I know. I know. But I, I do love Maggie. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. Category three, staycation, out of state vacation, or out of country vacation. Oh, gosh. Um, God, I love a good staycation. But I'll just go, <laughs> let's meet in the middle. We'll go out of out of state. Yes. You know, I haven't, I've only been out of the country. I haven't been like to Europe or anything crazy. And I would love to make that happen. So I'm going out of country vacation. Just put it out there. Off the wall. Yeah. Manifest it. Category four, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast. Same. Have you ever had breakfast for dinner? Yes. The best. We do it all the time. Actually, Stevenson had it last night. I made him oatmeal. The best. And it was so easy. His oatmeal concoction, though, is oatmeal, peanut butter, uh, cereal with a little milk on top. What kind of cereal? Whatever cereal we have in the pantry. Oh, but it's not like mixed in. It's just on the side. I, no, pour it on top. Oh, it's in? It's all a concoction. And then when you bite, you stir it all together. And then when you bite into it, you've got little crunchies from the cereal and the oatmeal. But it's just more... I don't know. He he came wow. up with it, and that's we got home from jujitsu last night, and that's what everybody else had already eaten. But he got eat eaten. <laughs> everybody else had already eaten. Excuse me. And uh, I said, okay, what do you want? Like, we had chicken kebabs in there. We had some salmon. He's like oatmeal. I'm like, no problem. Oh, it sounds like you had kind of like a potluck situation. I love a potluck where it's just like you have all these kind of random things. Yes, and I yeah. tell my kids all the time. We have so much stuff in the fridge. We're not. They love. They want. Jimmy John's. They want mm. Sonic. They want the, and okay, there are evenings where, yes, I absolutely am all about that and I have to do it. And then there's other times where I say, open the fridge <laughs> and we are cleaning this out yep. because there's food in here that is going to go bad and this is dinner. So make something happen. I love that. I do feel like I, when you become a mom, maybe I'm wrong on this, but you become very inventive with food. Creative. Yes. yes. Um, you just, you have to, it's, I mean, and my kids are so picky. <sighs> They're so picky. Okay. I love that. And yes, bre- I, nothing like eating some eggs, toast, mm-hmm. and some potatoes at 6 p.m. on a Sunday night. Like, perfect evening. Yeah, or cereal. Yeah. Oh, cereal. But Migas. I, oh, I love a late night snack cereal. Like, if it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like, I'm not tired yet. 
I'm also hungry. Have you had that three wishes cereal? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. What is that one? Is that like a good one? I I mean, I love all kinds of cereal, but it's one that I found at my, like a little local grocery store by my house and it was on sale. So I bought it out of curiosity because it's a little higher price, but honestly, all cereal is expensive right now. Even the frosted flakes, like all the everything Mm -hmm. people know. See, we can't even have breakfast for dinner because eggs and cereal. No. Yeah. I mean, it's just that (laughs) things are going up and I guess this is just what happens with age is you start really analyzing all the prices and you're like, what? This is what it used to cost 20 yeah. years ago. Um, it is so, stupid high right now compared to what it should be. But I don't know. It's some. Ser- it's got like protein and I don't know, like a pea protein in baked into the cereal. Okay. So therefore you're getting protein. Some protein. When while you get which, sugar. When you're in your 40s, getting protein wherever you can is important. Yes. Yeah. So it tasted good. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. I was my first time buying it, so I didn't know if you had had it, and I thought it was—I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna have to give it a try. I'm trying. I mean, it's like vegetarian. Sugar, I love protein stuff. Um, high, high, maybe eight grams of protein, high fiber, and the love low sugar. That. So that was the concoction, I guess, of why it's—it's it's you know better for you. I guess ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Well, we are, yeah, we both went breakfast. Breakfast was the winner in category four, and last one, category five: cardio, hit workout, or no exercise. <laughs> like it's walking cardio Car- yep. cardio can be anything walking okay. running anything like hiking that. yep uh cardio cardio okay i do not want to hit workout <laughs> and but i want to work out for my uh-huh. sanity i was gonna say i would love to like choose no exercise but i was not blessed with those genes like i need to work out but even just mentally i know but like, there's some people that don't have to like that is just not part of their genes like from physically mentally everything i don't know i mean I don't know. I just feel like there's something they talk about. I trust me, I know. But there are some people that are like happy as can be, and okay, <laughs> don't sure. have it in their life. Yeah, yay for them. <laughs> I know, right? I don't have those genes though. So, but I am going to hit workout. I love when I like just go some power. I feel very um, strong. Ba when I leave mm-hmm. those sessions. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm so. like, oh gosh. <laughs> like I went to. Do, I know you're into boxing, and that um, like a while ago, a Morgan number one. Yeah. And Caitlin and I went to a boxing place. And they were all into it. Morgan was all in. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, this is fun. I liked being with other people. And it was energizing and the music was cool. But when they would be like, okay, go all out. I was like, okay, boom. Like, I just wasn't. <laughs> I liked yep. steadiness. I like I like more small pulses of things. Yoga. I like yoga. Mm-hmm. I like um, Tracy Anderson. That's what she does is I put... The most I lift or I put those little one and a half pound ankle weights on Mm -hmm. and then I have three pound dumbbells. (laughs) And that is basically I do a 30 minute workout at home with that stuff. And it's mostly tiny movements. Yeah. So when I go to other places where I'm going full out on stuff, I'm like, wait, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I do think in this scenario. And I used to do that, by the way. And I thought I loved it, but I was more torturing myself because I realized actually I don't love this. No, that's fair. I do think it comes with phases in life too, like just depending on what's going on around you. Like oh, I don't yeah. have a lot of other things that bring that much energy, at least like that level to my life. Like most of my life is pretty steady and pretty calm. So like that's kind of like a dose of adrenaline, I guess you could say. Yeah. To my life. <laughs> I can see that. Oh man. Okay. Well, that is it for us this weekend. Amy, thank you for hanging out with me and thanks for having me. Sharing all kinds of things, answering all my crazy questions. Well, thanks fun. for coming up with them. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, Morgan's got all kinds of things for I, I was ready. Yeah. yeah. So tell the people where they can find you, hear you, all that good stuff. 
at Radio Amy on Instagram. And then I have a podcast called Four Things with Amy Brown. And do you still have tickets for your Nashville show or no? The 3 p.m. Okay. 7 p.m. is sold out. But yeah, on March 25th, which is a Saturday, we're doing a live Four Things podcast. Cool. So one at seven and then one at three and franklintheater.com for tickets to that, which there's not that many of the 3 p.m. left. And it's going to be a really fun time. Brittany Spencer is an amazing artist that's going to be one of the things. And then Kat DeFada, a licensed therapist, and Allie Fallon, who's a author and writing coach. But we'll, there's going to be guys there, but I just feel like it's going to be an ultimate girls night out. And it's at the Franklin Theater, which I mentioned the website, but downtown Franklin is so cute. So there's is, people coming yeah. in from all over. There's someone flying in from Anchorage. Um, there was, there's Boston, Cal- California, Texas. So Nashville's a great place to do that. Cause you can make a whole weekend of it mm-hmm. and then come do the four things live on Saturday night, but there's still so many other things you could do in the weekend. And on Friday night, we're doing a pop-up shop for Haiti. Oh, so, I love that. Mm-hmm, it's going to be at restore hyper wellness, which is where I do cryotherapy. Yes. And I've met him. I oh, remember. Vinny. Yes, we have. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've gone to soccer games yes. with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Y'all hung out. I remember one time y'all sent me a picture together and I was like, what? Small world. <laughs> but we're going to be there for like a, a happy hour. There's gonna be a little bar cart there mm-hmm. from four to seven and the drinks will be free and the the merch is going to be Espoir merch, which means hope in Haitian Creole, supports Haiti. All proceeds going to Haiti, the orphanage where my kids are adopted from. And the pop-up shop is also sort of like a a flash sale, like a one-day. Mm. These are the prices. You don't have to pay shipping, which most stuff for things or Espoir. Or Pimp and Joy stuff's going to be there, too. Yeah, all the things right up, like ready for this. I love this. Yeah. You. And so the shop forward is going to be sending stuff and then... We'll be there working it. I don't know. I'm collecting volunteers because it's just we I don't know. I think it's going to be just an opportunity to maybe get some things that you wanted for a while or do some early birthday or Christmas shopping for people in your life and get a better special price for the for the one day pop up. Yeah. And then also not have to, like I said, pay the shipping and then knowing that all proceeds are going to the orphanage. And, or if you just want to come and hang out, it's a free event. Like just yeah. come hang out and have Tiff's treats there, like cookies. Oh, this and is like, a, yeah, this is a whole event. I love this. That's going to be a whole thing. And uh, I'm very excited about that because it'll just be like, yes, a one day way to just hopefully make an impact and get some Four Things Pim and Joy Espoir merch out into the world. Love that. Yeah. Well, yes. And it's also up at bobbybones.com to buy those last few tickets too, if you guys want to. So yeah, like super excited for you. Thank I you. need to get my ticket. I don't think no, I have, I have you on the list. Okay. Yeah. I need to, I, I plan to come, but I was like, crap, I should probably buy my ticket before I tell people to go buy them. No, I already have you down. Okay. Perfect. I had to, I, we did some holds and then perfect. credentials and stuff. Cause I was like, I'm coming. I, I may just be hanging out, but I'm coming. Now I have a backstage thing. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to come support you in Nashville, but well, thank definitely you. check that out. And of course her podcast, that's every week. You don't have to come to Nashville for that one. You can just listen <laughs> wherever oh, yeah. you listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on all the things at Web Girl Morgan and of course the show at Bobby Bone Show. 
I love y'all. Thanks for hanging out with me. And also, if you've been going through, you know, something I can tell you that's on my social media right now, if you've been going through a breakup, I just posted a video recently of five things to do while you're going through a breakup. It was five things I wish I knew when I was going through a breakup. So hopefully that helps you. Maybe that'll help you. But yeah, that's at Web Girl Morgan. Love that. Yeah. All the things up on Bobby Bone Show as well. I love y'all. Amy, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I will talk to y'all later. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Hey. The Bobby Bone Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.